Welcome to the Late Night Podcast with your host, Tristan Krieger, and your co-host, Bulldog, Emily Krause, and Eli Kendall. The book that we'll be discussing is called The Night by Ellie Wiesel. And the question that we have for our co-host is, what would you name a boat? Betty. Bertha. Bartholomew. Benjamin. All right. This podcast will be about a young Jewish boy and what he has to go through, like the death of his family, the death of his God. Um, it's very comparable to the diary of Anne Frank, and it has a very powerful message about the Holocaust. Welcome to the Late Night Podcast with your host, Tristan Krieger, and your co-host, Bulldog, Eli Kendall, and, and Emily Krause. We'll be discussing the night and the first three chapters that we read. Most of the plot that we've read is about character development, and our co-host Roberto Cochado will start us off. All right, so so far in the book, the main characters are Moshi, Hilda, Bia, Tizipora, and the main character's name we don't know, but... We're assuming it's uh, Ellie Wiesel. And, uh... Okay. Moshi the Beetle is one of the main characters, but he only makes an appearance for about three pages. Um, he makes a really big impact on our main character, Ellie Wiesel, because of his awkwardness with the people. He always makes people smile. That's so true. So true. And um, he's just very smooth and influential to all the young Jews. Yeah, what he said. So our book starts off talking about how Ellie Wiesel and how their family goes through regular stuff every day, like going outside different chores that they have to do and religion plays a big role in this book now back to Moshi the Beetle he has a big influence over that family in general just because he's kind of their preacher um, but only a few pages into the book he's deported because he's not originally from the main place that they're all from Singhet, Germany And um, and the father has a unique personality. Has a unique personality. Throughout, the first throughout, throughout the first chapters. <laughs> yeah, Emily, you want to take us away? Yeah, you want to add some Emily, more information? To- yeah, Emily, take us away. Okay, um... Ellie's, or, sorry, Weasel's family, um, the father knew multiple people who helped the Jewish people, like people who went to the synagogue and stuff and prayed with them and fasted with them. Um, The book was based off of the end of World War in Europe, and it basically describes how 
um, the first people in their uh, houses had to get deported out and moved into different areas, and they had to keep moving until like until they got to like a resting place to get to the camp, and then they got put into a truck and nailed into the truck to be delivered to the camp. These camps that they started going to were called ghettos. Um, these ghettos were very poorly put together, like they had very bad living conditions. They also gave all the Jewish people stars so that they could identify them as Jewish people. Yeah, what he said. Um, and something that really stood out to me, when these Hungarian police that came to enforce this into the ghetto... On page 17, you can read, It was from that moment that I began to hate them, and my hate is still the only link between us today. They were our first oppressors. They were the first of the faces of hell and death, which just kind of shows that like this was just the beginning of what was to come. That was probably my favorite line in the book, to be honest. Yeah, that, one, that line was very, um, it was very sophisticated. Very, yeah, really, really told his story and stuff. Yeah, back to our co-host, Emily Krause. Um, that line that Tristan just read basically explains how they went through hell and back with these, um, during the Holocaust. Yeah, I agree with that, Emily. And how they were, um, segregated from different, um, places and moved into, like, these terrible places to live where they basically starved and did not have any water. So they basically went into this camp that um, all the other people could see. They could see them, but they paid, they looked at them with disgust while they were just sitting there and trying to live their life and starving and stuff. Meanwhile, all the other people are eating food and living their life as happy as they can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And back to page 11 is where they find out that they have to move. Um, A good quote is, This was a secret, a secret from all except one. Only the president of the Jewish council found out that they'd have to move to these ghettos. Um, One line from the father, who is usually not very emotional, says, There are rumors going around by the father in a broken voice that we're going somewhere in Hungary to work in the brick factories. Apparently, the reason is that the front is too close here. And what that means is like the war. So what's happening in Germany is that the excuse of them all having to evacuate their area is because of the world war. To my co-host, Roberto Cochado. <clears throat> and, uh... Yeah, and then basically uh, all the Jewish people... When the one guy got taken away, they're all like really scared and stuff. They're like, oh, dang, I hope that doesn't happen to me. And then when the bad people left with the Jewish guy, everyone was like, whew, good thing he didn't take me because I'm Jewish and I didn't want to go there. And, yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy that that kind of stuff would happen. And uh, back to my co-host, Tristan Krieger. So going off what my co-host Eli was talking about is they expelled Moshi the Beetle because they're expelling all the foreign uh, Jewish people right away. 
So that was just the beginning of expelling them and putting these in these people in the camps. Um, they started off with the people, the Jews of Signet. Um, and back to my co-host, Roberto Cochado. Yeah, so Roberto, what did you think about them taking that Jewish guy away from his family? Uh, I thought that was pretty mean. Um, like, they kind of treated them like they just weren't anybody. So I thought that wasn't really nice. That was... Yeah, and going off what Roberto said is them taking away that guy who's practically their pastor is just one form of them showing that they're slowly taking away the Jewish religion. Emily Krause, would you like to go off of that? Yeah, them take... One second, is my microphone working? Yep. Okay. Um, them taking that person away is basically showing them how much power they have over the Jewish community and how much the Jewish people have to go through until they actually get freed from the camps and stuff. And how much crap they had to go through through that time period. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in conclusion, lots of these characters um, go through a lot of development in our early stories, so we can truly understand what they're going through. Um, this is leading to the unknown and tragedy of them all being deported. A lot with how their lives are changed from every day. They went from peace to living in the ghettos, and we can only think of what will come. And uh, a way trauma, tragedy, and adversity ties into this book is because the Holocaust brought a lot of trauma and tragedy to this, but some, <laughs> some, uh, some, uh, some Jews were able to fight through it and come out alive, so that was kind of like the adversity that they had to face. Yeah, basically, what Roberto was saying, the trauma, I could only imagine if my priest got taken away by some bad people just for being Jewish. Yeah, that's really mean. It's not yeah. cool. I would have lots of trauma if that happened. And yeah, back to Tristan Krieger. Take it away, man. Just to give some context on the time periods of this, our book starts off in 1941, and they live in peace for only a year, and then the start of the Hungarian p- police force comes in 1943 and now we're currently in 1944 where they don't understand where they're going to next what we ended off on in our story is uh um the mother making some food trying to calm down the family and they're just trying to guess what is next to come would you like to say anything to conclude emily kraus um basically that they lived through hell during that time period mm-hmm. because of the exactly, police yeah. and stuff and how they are segregated. But, like, the tragedy and stuff, I'm surprised that someone could actually who lived through the Holocaust write about this <laughs> because of the tragedy and trauma that they went through as a person being, like, broken and torn down from, like, families and being separated. So, like, the emotional and physical, um, <clears throat> like, toll that has on someone mm-hmm. is, like, really strong and stuff, so. I would have to agree. Me too. Well, yeah, and well, that's it for the Late Night Podcast. We'll see you later.
alligator.